Welcome to Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. Do you sometimes feel alone in life with personal and interpersonal struggles and challenges? We'll show you that you are not alone and that you can learn and thrive from your challenges and thereby live a healthy life. Now, here is your host, Dr. Vadisha Patel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Vadisha Patel. Today, we'll be discussing the impact of who we are, what we eat, where we live, and who we spend time with, and how all of that can impact our well-being. Specifically, we'll address the dangers of having heavy metals in our system. There's a way to safely and naturally detox from heavy metals. And my guest today is someone who has learned about natural approaches to health and wellness and how to do this. Donna Lynn Riley currently lives in Western Massachusetts in the Berkshires, where she and her husband run a charming and welcoming bed and breakfast. Through a variety of personal experiences spanning a lifetime, Donna has come to understand how our bodies work and what we can do to heal naturally. She says that her primary purpose is to bring ease and joy into the world through powerful programs designed to address the body, mind, and spirit. And her most recent program is for naturally detoxing heavy metals in a safe and effective way. Her goal, Donna says, is for everyone she works with is happy body, happy family, happy work life, happy play life, happy spirit. So welcome, Donna, and thank you for joining me today on Perspectives. Thank you for having me. So you have done so much in your life, and as I was telling you right before we started, how I had to cut your bio by I don't even know how much to get it to fit into my little requirement. Um, But I want our listeners to know that story, because that is how you've learned this. It's not as if you went to school to study a specific topic. It's It's been a journey. So I think that would be wonderful for our listeners to hear about. Yes, sure. So, um, yeah, you're absolutely right that it really is um, a a lifetime journey as opposed to a decision that I'll go study what other people have learned. Um, So I uh, had a, a early in my life, I had a career as a sound designer and I worked in New York and got to work on Broadway shows and off Broadway shows and movies and all sorts of really great things. And it was a good, good career. I really enjoyed it. Um, and one of the things that I really focused on during that career was um, environment and how the sounds in our environment made a really significant difference in the way that we're experiencing either what we're watching, like in a theater, mm-hmm. or uh, how we're living our lives, right? So it extended, for me, it extended out of the theater and into life and what happened in those interactions, whether there were you know, crickets and it was all was calm or there was construction next door, like all of that played into what your life was like and, um, and what your body was like and how you were experiencing health. So that actually sounds really interesting, especially in New York City, where I'm, I know, having lived there as well, that there are all sorts of sounds and we react to them and in, at different times of day in different ways. Yeah. It, it, uh, one of my apartments was really obvious, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, for me, that was like a real focus was like, how, how does my world around me impact me and my body? So okay. 
you know, we kind of talk about like, oh yeah, I was in a good mood because people were nice to me and in a bad mood because people were not nice to me. Um, but we don't really kind of extend that into, or, or maybe we do now, but back then we didn't. Um, what <clears throat> happens when we're under stress in our body and what that means in terms of, um, in terms of this moment building our next moment and building our next moment, right? So, you know, now we literally have predictive analytics that can tell people and insurance companies and other people um, mm -hmm. what, what experiences lead to early, lead to later experiences of health and decline of health. Right. So it's obvious that we're building our future today. So making those decisions, they seem like, oh, well, I'm at the picnic, I'll eat whatever I feel like eating or whatever, or I'm under stress at work and that's just the way it is, I have to live through that, or whatever those experiences are that are sort of, um, we're, we're literally putting into our piggy bank of tomorrow and whether we're putting in a healthful, happy, exciting future, or we're putting in a future filled with phone calls from doctors is really, you know, we really contribute significantly to that. So that's sort of how we got, how I got from that original thought of like, sound is interesting, <laughs> right? <laughs> when I'm like 16 years old to, um, to like, how interesting and how do people behave? And then we, and then eventually, um, you know, a whole bunch of life changes happen. And, and I end up really focusing on that over time. So it was, um, it was health issues for you or? or for so <laughs> how, the reason that we formalized, uh, that I formalized, I, I switched to the word we, right? Because uh, that's what seems natural. <laughs> um, so um, the, the reason that, my education got formalized in any way on sort of how you live life in a way that works. Um, <clears throat> it had to do with, yeah, it did have to do with Tim. It had to do with my husband um, who had uh, a severe health issue. So um, he, uh, I'll, I'll tell the story really, I, I hope really abbreviated version of it. Um, okay. He had gone to a doctor because his, his, he was having trouble hearing uh, he had been talking about it for like years, you know, but he was in charge of his own life and I'm in charge of my own life and it was fine and whatever. And uh, I got a phone call and it was the hospital and the hospital, the doctor, um, literally a doctor, like not a receptionist or someone making an appointment was right. like, he's got to come in right now. And I was like, what, what's, what's happening here? I don't understand. <laughs> and, and he said, no, no, uh, it was like six o'clock on a Sunday. I mean, it wasn't like a normal time of day and he's up painting the room for something and, um, you know, we're having B&B &B life. And uh, he said, no, I won't go. And I was like, you get down over that room. You know, <laughs> but he did have a, a tumor in his brain cavity that um, that was that felt like an emergency in that very first um, meeting. And we were fortunate enough to get to meet with doctors who were the, the top in the country of uh, that particular type of tumor and uh, realized that we had a few months. And so he said, yeah, find something else. <laughs> I don't like anything they said. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> so uh, that's kind of how that started. So in the, in the digging and the searching and in the seriousness of that moment, right, right. Uh, it, it became it seemed like really important thing to get actually educated on how to use specific devices and why to use them and what the background is in the body and a little bit of that kind of uh, information. So that's, that's how we ended up where, you know, actually formalizing it. I think that was in 2007. Okay. Yeah. So that was, um, you and eight, it took yeah. me in 2008 to actually get, you know, uh, I was quantum, I am a quantum biofeedback specialist and that certification came in 2008 and things like that. So a licensed spiritual health coach. And that came in 2008 like that. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had to reach or you did reach into all different areas and different modalities to figure out what to do. And I think it's important to tell the listeners that there, there is a happy ending to this because Tim yeah. didn't have surgery. No, he didn't have surgery, and he's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, exactly. And, and the, the outcome that was predicted for him was uh, not the outcome that he chose, right? And, so, and that's a pretty late decision, right? We were talking earlier about how, like, when we're young, we make these choices, and then when we're old, we, we go like, oh, that's the choice I made. But no, he was in a moment of crisis and made a choice that was different from what many people choose. And... Uh, and still got to the place that is the desired outcome. Right. So, so, yeah. so it just shows how we really do have control over um, our outcomes. Um, not to say that they're always going to work the way we want them to, but even with traditional medicine, they're not always going to work the way we want them to. So um, that's why I think what you do is just, so fascinating because and helpful to lots of people. I want as many people to hear about it as possible because there are other choices out there. They're not going to be things that everybody will agree with, but there will be, there might be uh, just one segment or one tiny portion of it that might strike somebody enough to change a lifestyle. So it's not, um, you know, I get a, a lot of people say to me, do you, do you really believe that uh, using supplements or changing your diet really has an impact on your body. And I think it's different for different people. I think it's how each one of us is made up, but I think it's also our intention of what we, what we do believe in. If we do something and don't believe in it, I don't know that our outcome would be as good as if we believe in what it is that we're doing. Yeah. So I totally agree with you on that. I feel like, um, the finding the right fit. So, so in uh, in the when you study herbs and spices, you'll find spices from all over the world that do the same thing, right? That that create the same reaction in the body. You, it might be cinnamon in India and something else in South America, and you know you just and Native American herbs totally different, and yet the same sort of complex is there as as people try to develop medicines and things and they reach into these herbs and sort of get those specialty combinations you'll see it over and over and over again and to me that really says there is not one right way that there isn't it doesn't have to be either the traditional medicine choices which there are multiple of sometimes um but also it doesn't have to be one right way of uh, an alternative to that. Um, so 
I think you're right. You have to find the right fit and the fit that feels like, yeah, this is going to be my answer. And then you know that you're going in a good direction. And of course, you need good guidance in that direction. And, you know, there are a lot of choices, small choices to make along the way that make a big impact on the outcome. But, um, but you've got a lot of choice and a lot of control. And, and, uh, and that feeling in your body that says, yep, this is it, is the, is the thing to really look for, I think. So along with that, though, comes a lot of overwhelm because there's so many choices. I mean, how, do you, how did you know where to even start? Because this is, the, Tim's illness was something, you know, medically, there, I'm sure there's a protocol. It sounds like it was surgery. Um, but you were looking at everything else. So how, how did you even know where to begin? So um, I have a really good guidance in my life. <laughs> um, I, uh, my personal doctor and my family's doctor is a man named Dr. Manik from India and who I adore and who has saved my life and many of my family's lives and changed them uh, f- for the good over and over again. Um, and uh, so I reached out in that direction, right? So he wasn't available for the immediate, like, we have to take care of this kind of thing, right? Because he lives in India. Right. Um, but uh, but I reached out to him and said, what, what direction do I go? And he gave me direction. And it took a village to that very first thing. The direction he gave me wasn't available in the U.S. And I couldn't even find it on Google. And, you know, my sister in France had to do the Google searches so that she would get the right information. And then she'd say, oh, type this in. And it was like, it was really a whole village. <laughs> <laughs> to get in the right direction. So it, it takes effort. It's not easy, um, but it can be really, really gratifying and certainly can extend life in, in a way that is really a nice way. We, we in our family, we have um, someone who had a very similar situation who chose to go the route of the surgery <laughs> um, in our extended family. And... Um, and, you know, her experience over the next four or five years was really, really difficult compared to Tim's experience going through that recovery process. So, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, do I want to search harder and sort of figure it out and spend my energy in that? Or do I want to go through the process that is, can be very, very hard on the body uh, that, that Western medicine often sort of presents? So is that how you ended up with um, learning about diff- the diet? Like, is that when you made a diet shift? Was that, is, was that part of this process? It was uh, in that there was a new item. Uh, there was a new thing for, for him to avoid. And, and I went in that direction as well and felt a lot better. So um, f- diet and food had sort of always been throughout my lifetime a a topic, right? When I was in college, I got stomach problems from stress. I couldn't figure out what to do. Everybody said I was normal. So I just ate rice. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what to do. I'll just eat rice and like, you know, turmeric, everything will be fine. <laughs> right. A college student's answer. <laughs> um, and, um, and so at that time, actually, uh, his 
propensity to develop tumors in general was severely impacted by uh, an allergy to wheat. Oh, wow. I'm going to actually stop you there because we're going to take a short commercial break. So please stay tuned. We're talking to Donna Lynn Riley. If you have questions, you can email me, Dr. Vidisha Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you stopped to think seriously about hypnosis? Hypnosis can set you on your way to better health, can free you from anxiety, phobias, and so much more. Join host Inez Simpson for Hypnosis Everywhere, Inez Simpson and the Simpson Protocol. This show is for anyone from the experienced hypnotist practitioner to the merely curious. Inez Simpson offers tools and insights from the whole world of hypnosis with guests and open discussions. Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol, airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you feel that you aren't at your best when it comes to your personal health? Even if your doctor gives you a clean bill of health and says everything is in working order, perhaps you aren't feeling at the top of your game. Dr. Rebecca Risk overcame pain and fatigue despite all tests to the contrary. Learn how she put her health back on track and how you can too on Falling Through the Cracks. Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned into Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. If you would like to reach the show today, please call into 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. That's Dr. V, the number four, kids at yahoo.com. Now, back to Perspectives. Welcome back to Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Vidisha Patel, and I'm in conversation with Donna Riley, trying to understand how we can heal ourselves naturally for greater well-being, both physically and emotionally. So, Donna, before the break and before I cut you off, um, we were talking, we were just started talking about um, food and what role food played in this healing process with Tim and with you guys in general, because okay. I, I know you and I'll tell the listeners now I've known Donna and Tim for a number of years because I've stayed with them in their beautiful B&B and have come to know about the work that they've done over the course of those years. So I'll let you talk about the food. <laughs> okay. So, um, so that was, so, you know, Tim's illness there really was the beginning of us looking at um, 
uh, he needed to be gluten-free and corn-free and a few other things that were very, very specific to him. Yeah. And so, and that's part of why I try to put out a lot of information in the world is because it really is sort of, you have to sort of find your way of what exactly fits for you. That sometimes, uh, you know, the general diet that everybody's doing is not exactly their good parts for you and other parts don't fit so well and that kind of thing. So, um, so we started, um, uh, eating completely gluten-free and corn-free. And, um, and I went ahead with that because I just generally felt better. So I thought, oh, well, why not clean it up a little on my, on my, my own stuff. <laughs> um, and over time, so this is in combination too with, uh, so we came to the bed and breakfast several years before that. And we heard people coming in the door, oh, I can't eat this at breakfast, I can't eat that at breakfast, right? So we had a big list already, and then we added our own list to it, right? So there were plenty of people walking in saying, I can't eat corn, I can't eat soy, or I can't eat wheat. And so, I mean, uh, yeah, and soy was a big one. Eggs sometimes comes across, you know, there were several that were really repetitive. And so Tim kept changing his pancake recipe. <laughs> And every day he would be like, huh, how am I going to do it? And he'd pick some other grains out of the, you know, bin and figure it out. And um, so he ended up making a really good pancake mix. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that seemed to satisfy everybody. That no matter what people said to us, even 30 seconds before we put it on the table, we were like, okay, it's all good. Um, So were these... um Allerg- known allergies that people were coming with or was it that they had learned themselves that oh if I eat x I don't feel so well you know I I'm sorry to say I don't think we really did that much research with them uh, because our process of booking we ask people before hopefully before they get there here but if we don't have the opportunity when they get here Um, we ask them, is there anything, any special diets you're following or anything that you're avoiding in your food intake? So sometimes people would say to us, oh, I have a heart problem and can't eat grapefruit, right? Because they're on a specific medication. But but for the most part, uh, people share just that they're not eating whatever it is. so uh, so we ended up developing the pancakes and then uh, from there uh, some baking mixes and he's got a great uh, spiced oats mix that is really easy to put together and that kind of thing. And so eventually we said, gee, you know, we should put these in packages so people could take them home because people keep saying to us, how do I make it? Right. <laughs> so um, so that's, that is the, really the birth of the company that we have called Glue Freegan that is gluten-free and vegan, right? So gluten-free-gan. And, um, uh, and we, on, on that uh, website, we sell uh, mixes to be able to make gluten-free and vegan foods. Actually, a lot of it is, is um, grain-free. And they're really, for us, it was really important to find alternatives to the current uh, sort of wave of gluten-free food that's out in the world. So a lot of that uh, leans toward rice, and there are some issues with rice that, you know, when you switch over to eat a majority of your food is only one thing, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of things happen in the body. <laughs> so uh, one is that um, your body really needs a lot of variety, right. particularly if you're going to eat 
gluten-free or vegan uh, in order to, uh, and, and combine the two, and you really need variety, <laughs> um, in order to get the amino acids that you need and the nutrients that you need in micro and macro, um, <clears throat> you really have to sort of spread out uh, what you're eating a little bit. Uh, so for most people, I think that's a blessing in that you get to eat a lot of different foods. Um, for some people, they feel a little limited in the grocery store, right? Because like, I just want to make brownies. I got my kids here. I need cookies. I need brownies. I need stuff to feed them. And, um, and that's hard to do and have a lot of variety. So that was also a piece of the puzzle when we, when we put together the packages that, we, that are now Goofregan. So I, I think I've noticed that there is a shift because it used to be that people would say that they couldn't eat wheat or that they, so they had to remove gluten from their diet. And it, as you said, it was always a conversation of, I have to remove this, I have to remove that. And then by the time they've listed everything they have to remove, the other person starts to wonder, well, what is left that they can eat? And um, how, and as you said, how do you function as a family or as a, a a group living under the same roof. Um, how do you how do you manage all of that, and how do you add the interest back? And I think now um, there is more information out there. There's more there are more choices available. Um, but Tim's and you guys seem to have done this through experimentation. So how did you? How did you turn it into a, a recipe? I mean, how did you know? Because uh, one so, it was one way one day and another way another day. And <laughs> yeah, so Tim is really um, good at that kind of experimentation. He's a the kind of person who likes to research and would like research endlessly, right? So the minute changes for him were a great interest and. Um, and I think he probably, uh, and I don't think I'm telling tales out of school here, um, but I think he would have been happy doing that, like, you know, for the rest of our lives. Fine. We're just serving breakfast. It's fine. Uh, but um, I'm sort of a get it done kind of girl. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but where's the recipe? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. So, um, so, you know, it's a good combination because he knows so much about what's available and what it does in terms of baking and, uh, and what it does in terms of how it behaves in the body in terms of nutrients and that kind of thing. So it was easier for me to say, like, let's nail something down uh, because, because he, he had everything that we needed. And so that's really how the pancake mix started. And the, the biscotti mix that sort of grant, grew into um, our, our uh, baking, general baking mix, because mm -hmm. it's just like magical. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> um, is actually something I made one day. I just was like, I'm Miss Biscotti. I've had it. I'm going to look at a wheat recipe and go to the cabinet. And it just worked. So that was uh, sort of luck. Wow. So um, tell us about the range of products you have and how listeners can get them. Sure. Um, so we have a website called gluefreegan.com. That's G-L-U-F-R-E-E-G-A-N, like gluten-free, vegan. Um, and uh, you can order anywhere in the U.S. We deliver anywhere in the U.S., so uh, you can order directly on there, and it's quite easy. Um, and we have a, 
breakfast foods and baking mixes really so uh we like i said we have a good pancake mix very easy one of the things that we've really tried to do with these is to make them three or four step recipes right so you don't have to do like a whole bunch of stuff uh because i don't have a lot of patience (laughs) (laughs) um and uh and so we have a really good recipe section now on our website in addition so we've got pancake mix and oat mix and bread a really nice breakfast bread mix and um uh and then four types of uh um baking mixes uh three of which are sort of easy to serve flavors like chocolate and lemon and that kind of thing and uh the last of which we call dexcotti because it helps you to detox heavy metals which we'll get into in a little bit um and is a very cinnamony flavor so and has no sugar so it's a really different way of baking um, and in order to make it into the things that we're used to eating. And, uh, and so we've developed all sorts of recipes and put them up there on that same website uh, where you can search by what mix you bought and see what's possible. Um, and even, even the pancake mix, we've got like a recipe for a strata, a savory strata with the pancake mix and things like that. They make really good shortbread. Who knew, right? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, what do you really fun. Like- what do you use to replace the the wheat? What types of what what types of flours or binders do you use? So so uh, in terms of binding, uh, we often we use seeds, and for probably the majority of our our mixes, we like to use flax meal. Um, golden flax meal is really a, just a nice uh, product. It's not too heavy, uh, and it uh, and it. The other thing is, there's so many health benefits that you know you can sort of go like, okay, let's you let's lean into that, right? Because it isn't, I don't know, um, potato starch or other starches where you have to sort of do that in moderation in order to make an egg like experience in baking. Where you know, if you're using seeds, you really don't have the detriment so because it's not something that's been sort of taken apart and just using a piece of it sort of does some weird things in the body um so what are the benefits of some of these ingredients that you use (laughs) so uh you know it's i would um I'm going to sort of summarize because there are so many ingredients and, uh, but I know that there are several that um, help with cardiovascular health um, and heart disease um, and um, skin health. Uh, Many of the ingredients actually, uh, if you do the research on them and, and we have a blog there, so we did it for you. Uh Um, uh, will help with uh, cancer, risk of cancers, um, specific cancers, and in general, right? So there are some nutrients, uh, when we don't get them, our risk of death basically goes up. doesn't matter what the disease is. So right. some of the ingredients contribute to that, at just general good health. Okay. Uh, helps you to fight off whatever it is that's in the environment. Um, and, uh, and some of it's very specifically, uh, you know, help you to detox heavy metals, will help you to um, fight cancer, that kind of thing. So you said something about uh, the Dexcotti doesn't have sugar in it. So is, are these recipes also good for diabetics? And um, what is there one particular 
flavor or product or several that might be better for diabetics than others? Or is this, is this not part of what you're doing? So in general, our uh, mixes are very low sugar. Uh, so uh, I've heard from diabetics that, and, and I'm not an expert on diabetes, uh, but, um, but I have heard from several uh, customers where they feel that uh, the amount of sugar in the mix, if you don't add extra sugar to it, is really quite easy to, to put into their daily life a bit, a, a bit here and there. So it's a nice little cookie or that kind of thing. Um, three of the three or four of the seven or eight mixes, right? So all, nearly half of them are, are actually sugar-free in the package. Okay. So what you do when you get home makes a really big difference. Now, that um, I think makes it really easy for people with diabetes or pre-diabetic um, to say, I feel that the best sweetener for me is this, right? A lot of the recipes are written with a liquid sweetener. So it's maple syrup is for the most part what is written there. You can certainly substitute honey and things like that. Um, and uh, and I tend not to be someone who goes down the sugar alcohol, al sugar alcohols road um, or any kind of uh, artificial sweeteners, but you right. I'm sure could use them if that's what you're choosing. Okay. Yeah. So let's just introduce this topic. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left in this segment, but let's just sort of introduce this topic about the heavy metals because you uh, you created the Dexcotti or that blend um, to help detox the body from heavy metals. Is that? Yeah, that's absolutely right. So I have struggled with heavy metals, um, long-term toxicity, um, and uh, several other people in my life have sort of struggled with that, and that's where that was born, um, was me doing a whole bunch of research and saying, how can I do this on a daily basis to just not have to have a medical condition, but just live a better life and, and clean up any mess that's already been made in my body? Okay, so we're going to head for a short commercial break. Don't go away. We'll be right back to talk about detoxing our bodies naturally and to detox specifically from heavy metals. This is Perspectives, and I'm your host, Dr. Vidi Shapatel. We'll be right back. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Steps to a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned into Perspectives with Dr. Vadisha Patel. If you would like to reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email directly to Dr. Patel at drv4kids at yahoo.com. That's Dr. V, the number 4, kids at yahoo.com. Now, back to Perspectives. Welcome back to the last segment of our show today. You're listening to Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Vidisha Patel. Please get in touch with me via email at drvforkids at yahoo.com with any questions or comments. I'm here with Donna Riley, and we are talking about natural methods to detox our body of heavy metals, as well as other ways to improve our physical and our emotional health. So as we went to the break, Donna, we were talking about detoxing from heavy metals and the Dexcotti and how that emerged or was created in response to your own desire to detox. So I have to ask you, how did you know that you had this toxicity of heavy metals? How does one even know? Yeah. So um, I actually, uh, even before 2007, so this was uh, pre sort of health crisis in our life. Um, I ran a company that had multiple locations and it was sort of a big job. And, um, I, um, I kept getting more and more tired and I thought, Oh, this just must be a lot of pressure. Um, I started forgetting things. I was, I'm, I've always been somebody who can kind of recall the details pretty easily of things. And so, um, I was able to, you know, know how much we had paid for things and do negotiation off the top of my head and not have to sort of research or have an assistant to feed me those things. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of slipping away more and more and more. And um, so one day I drove home. It was seven o'clock at night. It wasn't very late at night or something, seven, eight maybe. And uh, I fell asleep in the driveway. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, like one foot out of the car. Oh <laughs> car my. off, car was off, thank goodness. And I just fell asleep. And uh, Tim came out and found me like an hour later, you know, Where's, when is she coming home? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's when I really knew I had a really big problem. Um, and so I searched and searched and went to doctors and that kind of thing. And one of them, oh my God, they put me through everything. They said, oh, you should exercise more. And so I was exercising and I was doing everything. <laughs> and, um, uh, and one of them was dug and dug and dug until she said, maybe we should test for this. And that's really, so that was my journey to how to even know. Um, The more I know about heavy metals, the more I realize that uh, we all have them. It's it's not really a question of, do you have heavy metals toxicity? (laughs) Because everything, it's in our food. It's uh, it's actually some of the most toxic parts of our um, 
of the pesticides that are used in the world are actually like worse than the thing we think is bad for us is the heavy metals that are put in to make the kind of cocktail that actually works on the plants that the conventional food growers need to to use on that so um you wow, know that's it, scary <laughs> it's really scary it's really really scary and you know even our computers our TVs, there's all, there are heavy metals emissions. So I sit in front of a computer, I don't know how many hours a day. I think probably I'm not alone in that. There's probably a lot of people like that. And, um, and we're breathing that. So there really isn't uh, kind of a question, right? If you're eating rice, if you're breathing air, if you're, um, you know, uh, if you're, if you've ever been in a building older than 1978, like who hasn't right <laughs> so millennials but other than that <laughs> but even they the buildings might have been made earlier true <laughs> you know true. that really there's just a lot of um exposure that we don't think about uh even we had some kids come here and, and help us paint over the summer and they didn't want to put on masks and sort of it's an ancient house they weren't scraping or anything but still you know you can't just go near old paint and think i'll be okay because you will when you're 20 but right. when you're the things you did when you're 20 when you're maybe 30 or 35 are how you fall asleep in the driveway right so wow. um so yeah so there's sort of not a question you should just take a little bit of action in your day-to-day -day life uh, to to help yourself out and you don't have to worry about that okay. so what um so actually so now this is not just we're not just ingesting them with food but we're, we're it's in the air we breathe so it yeah. it's hard to get you, you can't really get away from it is what is the message I'm no. receiving. You can't. Um, you can't. you yeah. avoid what you can avoid. Right. So you kind of avoid what you can avoid and then take action to mitigate the risk of the rest of it, right? It's kind of like the rest of our lives. That's sort of how all, you know, dangers in the world are, right? You try not to get hit by a car and when one's barreling at you, you swerve. Right. <laughs> so. Well, that that's a good point. But so now... The fatigue is the is one symptom. What are some of the other symptoms that people may have? Are, are there consistent ones, or is it a, just a whole assortment? It's a it's a real assortment. It's a it's sort of a bag of uh, tricks because um, you've got um, a lot of uh, people experience uh, muscle aches, uh, joint aches. So and and in looking back, I can probably say that um, I experienced those things, but I didn't, I didn't chalk them up to anything other than like, oh, I shouldn't work so much. Right. <laughs> I should exercise more. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm a little older than I used to be. Everybody said that's what was going to happen, you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, so sometimes the symptoms are kind of subtle, but, uh, but sometimes they're not. And so a lot of it has to do with joint aches and muscle aches and, uh, and exhaustion. And I think exhaustion, headaches and headaches and, and exhaustion are two of the, the big ones to really look out for because um, if you're experiencing headaches, things have progressed a little ways. Right. So those also mimic, you know, a thyroid issue or, arthritis perhaps or some other autoimmune 
disease, migraines. So there's so many possibilities of what it could be, or is it that the high level of heavy metals in our body is causing those diseases? Right. So one of the things that heavy metals do, I mean, each one obviously has individual impact, but as a general group, um, uh, they will attach to cells in a way that will trick the body into thinking that um, things are happening, right? I already have enough thyroid hormone, therefore I don't need any more. So your tests might not come out like you have a problem, but your body's acting like you have a problem, right? So there's, there are kind of, there's a lot of trickery <laughs> involved in when we get things in our body that shouldn't be there, they kind of take up the space of the normal, perfect functioning of our body right. uh, in terms of enzymes and, and hormones and that kind of thing. So, so what do we do? How do we detox? <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do? Um, so there are some general things that you can do uh, to really help your exhaustion level. And, uh, and I think that some of these things can really um, help you to figure out like, do I need to go deeper or does this solve it for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, some of those are, and this is, this is uh, actually from our, we have a handout for people, anybody who's interested in it. Um, and so I'll, we'll give you the link for that. Uh, but to really sort of find things that you're passionate about, to meditate, to really get out in the sunshine and get some vitamin D. There's all sorts of research about what happens to your body when uh, when you live in northern places and you think you're getting enough sun, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> um, uh, and, and to really take top steps to detox daily. So that for me is the, the most important piece of the puzzle, right? Because uh, the rest of it, we, there are lots of people talking about that, uh, finding ways to calm your brain and, and that kind of thing are really important. Um, but how you take the food in your life, you go to the grocery store and you make a bunch of choices and the choices end up helping you get through the day in a way where you feel better at the end of it than you did at the beginning of it. And so there are certain foods that you can use to do that. Um, avocados and beets and cinnamon and cilantro and cucumbers. And, you know, there's a whole list of things. And how you sort of put that into your life on a daily basis is the difference between does it work out uh, that, I, that I'm not – um, my health is not seriously impacted in, in a direction I don't want to go, or am I just living a pretty good life and everything's working out for me? <laughs> so are there, are there published lists then of vegetables or fruits or just food items that we should be eating for yeah. detoxing? And is this, is this get, getting rid of these chemicals from our body or is this, finding a way to sort of overcome the impacts that the chemicals have in our body. Right. So, um, so there are lots and lots of lists. The um, National Institute of Health has a lot of research about this. If you are someone who loves to read studies, <laughs> there's tons of them. If you're someone who doesn't really love to 
read studies but wants to know what the outcome is, then you should go to my blog. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and how do they access your blog? Oh, right. So that's at drsdetox. drsdetox.com. And uh, if you go to the main page there, you can find the blog, and there's articles there that, that about exactly this. Um, uh, but also... So I, I want to, if you don't mind, I want to just give your listeners the, my, my favorite way to detox from heavy metals because sure. it tastes good and uh, it's great for you. So, and it won't, may not be a surprise to anybody. Um, but so uh, when you take cilantro and garlic in combination, and maybe you're even going to put it on your rice, which has arsenic in it, so it's going to be <laughs> detoxed right away. Um, and you also put apples in your life, then you have a way to both free up the, the heavy metals in the body and carry them out. So this is a really big deal because a lot of people go like, oh, yeah, I read the, this article uh, about how cilantro will help, right? And they eat the cilantro and they eat a lot of cilantro and they do it for a while and they get sicker and sicker and sicker and don't know why. Um, so you really have to sort of think about how am I going to complete the process for elimination of this? So that's my favorite combination because it does that. It goes, it's the same with our Dexcotti product on it, at Glufregan. We have put in everything you need to free it up and take it out so that you don't have to do anything more. Um, so, so it's a combination of those items, not necessarily those items individually. Right. They each do a little piece of the puzzle. And so you'll find studies that say that each one does that. True. Yeah. But does it get you all the way through the process is the important thing because ultimately, you know, studies are built to learn the, the sort of chemical reactions that happen. Right. But what we need as individuals is, yeah, but how do I live? How do I put it in my life? And so uh, that's why, like, we had uh, – listen to my podcast and so I like to put little recipes in there and things like that that are just sort of easy to put it in your life and put it in in little compact complete ways uh, as opposed to just one item. Well, I think that's a really important point because I think what happens to all of us is we'll read something and it will say such and such cilantro is good for your health and so then as you said we'll we will tend as a hum as a human race will tend to just focus in on that item and then say we must eat that item and we must eat that item and we lose sight of I think there's a sense of balance that we need in in what we eat and how we eat. So um and that's when it gets complicated. And I think when it gets complicated because you have to then try and piece together all the different things that you need to be eating People get overwhelmed, and then when we get overwhelmed, we often just don't do it. Um, and that speaks to something you were saying in the first segment, which I think of in the, uh, as being a little bit short-sighted, is that we want, we're interested in what satisfies us now, and we're not always able to think about the future consequences of our today's actions. Mm. Um, so... I think a lot of what you've been saying really speaks to that, that we need to be, we need to look in that direction. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and to really pay attention to where you are now 
And so, so the, you know, it's like driving, I go back to the car because I love driving. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like driving a car. If you're going, if you're inside the lines and you're moving the steering wheel, so you stay inside the lines, then there's not a big deal, right? right. But if you've, you're swerving all over the road, then you, there's real potential for disaster. And sort of when you, when you make each choice in your life that way, when you say, I'm going to make the choices that keep me inside those, that parameter, then you have a lot less accidents, a lot less danger and risk in your life. Um, but when you go like, ah, caution to the wind, I think I'll just eat, you know, potato chips for five weeks. That's it. I'm not eating anything else. You know, then, then you're, you're any kind of extreme behavior like that. And I think it's also true uh, not to throw potato chips under the bus, but it's also true with, you know, oranges. You know, it doesn't, it isn't necessarily the, of course, part of it is the quality of the food, but also the, the balance that you're talking about is really, really important. Well, that's great. So unfortunately, we are running up, we have run out of time. But I want to thank you so much for joining me. And thank you to everyone for joining us today on Perspectives. I've been talking with Donna Lynn Riley, owner-manager of a B&B nestled in the Berkshires in Massachusetts, as well as founder of Glue Freegan, a spiritual health coach, a food entrepreneur, and so much more. It's been a pleasure talking to you. This is Dr. Vidisha Patel, your host for Perspectives. I look forward to being back with you next week for another edition. Feel free to email me in the meantime at drvforkids at yahoo.com with any questions or comments. Have a wonderful week. Until next time. Thank you for listening to our program this week. Another edition of Perspectives with Dr. Vidisha Patel can be heard next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, have a lovely week.